G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One of the things about God is that He's perfect, pure, holy, righteous. They're all words used to describe God, and whilst ultimately there's a huge amount of good news around that, the good news doesn't make sense until we come to grips with the bad news. And let me tell you, there is some really bad news there. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. And welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called Reaping the Harvest of Righteousness. And please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional Fresh to help you live out the abundant life that Jesus died and rose again to bring you. It's Monday again, back to work for most of us. And depending on whether or not you enjoy your job, that's either good news or it's bad news. And the statistics tell us that around two-thirds of people don't enjoy their job. Isn't that a tragedy? So for two-thirds of people, every chance that you're one of them, that's bad news. Now, you and I, we'd rather have good news than bad news. I would, and I'm sure you would too. And so when it comes to thinking about God, well... That has to be good news, doesn't it? I mean, that's what the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about. That word gospel literally means not truth as many of us think it does, although it is the truth. No, the word gospel means good news, glad tidings. That's why the angel who spoke to the shepherds that night of Jesus' birth said to them, Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, Don't be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is the Messiah, the Lord. Ha! There it is. Good news. Hallelujah. But sad to say, before we talk about the good news, which is what we're going to be talking about tomorrow on the program, first, today, we need to talk about the bad news. How many times have we heard that line, well, there's the good news and the bad news. Which one do you want to hear first? Right? And inevitably, there are two sides to each coin. And if all I ever did on this program was talk about the good news side of God, then I simply wouldn't be doing my job. Because as much as sometimes I'd rather ignore bad news, there is a side of God which quite frankly is bad news for the likes of thee and me. At least at first glance, that's how it seems. And yet the reality is that without the bad news, the good news wouldn't be all that good. It's when we come to understand the bad news that the good news becomes, well, absolutely fantastic news. So that's why we're kicking off today with the bad news. So, What's Bernie rabbiting on about, huh? Good news, bad news? Well, last week we kicked off a series called Reaping the Harvest of Righteousness. It's about the righteousness of God and it's about the blessing that flows in our lives when you and I live out that righteousness. We kind of touched on this a little bit fleetingly last week, but we're going to pick up on it today and really understand it because understanding the bad news about the righteousness of God is critical in A, making a decision whether we want to accept Jesus as our Saviour or not, and B, living out His righteousness and experiencing the harvest, the blessing of that. So, what's the bad news? Well, the bad news is that God is righteous. 
what's this righteousness all about? Well, God is completely and absolutely and utterly free from the scourge of humanity, which is sin. There is nothing wrong with God. There is nothing impure or unholy or deficient or horrible about God. God is 1,000% righteous from beginning to end, from eternity to eternity. And the only reason that that's bad news is that you and I, we aren't. You and I know that we aren't righteous. We know that about ourselves. We are nothing like that. We're often selfish and proud and angry and rude and the list goes on and on, doesn't it? And whilst perhaps you've been walking with God for a while now and and perhaps a lot's changed in your life, there's still some of that muck around, isn't there? It's like that classic little prayer that goes something like this. Dear Lord, so far today I've done all right. I haven't gossiped, haven't lost my temper, haven't been greedy or grumpy or nasty or selfish or overindulgent. I'm very thankful for that. But in just a few minutes, God, I'm going to get up out of bed. And from then on, I'm probably going to need a lot of help. So, as the Apostle Paul writes, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 2, verse 23. And the consequence of that sin is this. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. The wages of sin is death. Now, that may seem just a little bit harsh until we get back to the bad news. God is righteous and we are not. There's nothing in God that is wrong, and so his standard, quite simply, is perfection. Now, as I was coming to grips with that early on in my walk with Jesus, the question I had to resolve in my mind was, well, isn't that just a tad unreasonable? I mean, when I was a child, I made mistakes. I I wronged my parents. In fact, I did it over and over and over again. But they didn't take me out the back and shoot me. Sure, from time to time I was punished. Maybe they felt like shooting me, but they didn't kick me out of the house or do anything drastic like that. They suffered through my immaturities as parents are meant to do for their children so that the kids can grow up and mature and become responsible adults. That's what parents do. So, if God is God the Father, what's with this the wages of sin is death thing? I mean, that's unreasonable, isn't it? The original Greek word used in the New Testament for this word righteousness has its roots in the concept and the notion of justice. God is a just God. There are no favourites. There is no partiality. See, oftentimes, when a criminal's handed a light sentence by the courts for something we consider should have attracted a much harsher penalty, well, you and I are incensed, aren't we? Why? Is it because we're mean? No. It's because one of the things that God has handed on to us because we're made in his image He's handed on to us his sense of justice. It's part of who we are. It's part of our DNA. And so God is a just God. I mean, it'd be something of a disaster if God wasn't just, wouldn't it? There's where the bad news is. Break the law, get caught, and you pay the penalty. It's bad news. I mean, the law in, in the country is good news, but for the person who's broken the law, it's bad news. And in the case of God, because he is pure and just and holy and completely righteous, that standard is way, way, way beyond anything that any human being can attain. Now, this is no mistake. God planned it that way. God knew that ultimately we'd rebel against him. God knew that. It wasn't a surprise to him when Adam and Eve munched on that apple. It wasn't a surprise to him when you and I first sinned. I haven't lived a perfect life, and and nor have you. 
The only one who has is Jesus, God's own son. And so the bad news is that you and I fall short of the glory of God and there is an eternal penalty for our rebellion. There's a price to be paid. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 26, 27 and 31. Have a listen. For if we willfully persist in sin, having received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin, but a fearful prospect of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. So no man be pamby about it'll be right. I'm not that bad. I'll be fine if there's a God and one day I'll stand before him. If we continue falling short of God, then there is a fearful prospect of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. So there it is. That's the bad news. And it's very, very bad news. Eternity, after all, is a very long time. And the wages of sin is death. But you see, that's only half the verse. It's only half the story. Here's the full story. The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that, that's the good news we're going to talk about tomorrow on the program. We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.